Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ethical Conversations podcast. Today I'm chatting with Dr Kyle Grant, an ex-NASA scientist who is the co-founder of Oxwash. Oxwash launched in 2017 and they're re-engineering the laundry process from the ground up. Today we chatted about sustainable laundry, about Oxwash, about how we can make our laundry routines more sustainable at home, about microplastics and a lot more. I hope you enjoyed this episode, on with the show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Ethical Conversations podcast. I'm here with Dr Kyle Grant, the founder of Oxwash, to talk all about sustainable laundry and what they do there. So Kyle, hi, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's absolutely brilliant to meet another laundry nerd, so (laughs) this is going to be a hell of a half hour, I can feel it already. I'm so excited to chat today, Um, so let's just jump in. Can you tell us what is Oxwash, Um, what are you aiming to do, why did you found it, and a little bit about your sustainability background as well? Absolutely, so the, the crux of the story is that Oxwash exists to completely rejuvenate and revitalise the laundry industry. It really is one that we all experience in one way or another in our day-to-day lives, especially your listeners on the podcast in in the first world where we live. But the way that we do laundry is utterly wrong and broken and incredibly toxic with vast amount of drinking water, uh, chemicals, heating energy and waste created from the process. And Oxwash exists to rebuild this model from the ground up and entice people away from doing their laundry badly at home into using our service that is much, much better in terms of the quality, the freshness and the hygiene, but without compromising at all on sustainability. Uh, We've been around for three years. I started the business in my final year of my PhD at Oxford in synthetic biology. And before that, I was an engineer. So was my COO and co-founder, Tom. And we bring a lot of that engineering and process um, specific efficiency savings and analysis to the laundry space which is a very exciting place to be even if it's not sexy on the surface <laughs> well I think it is I'm a big fan of laundry as we as we've discussed um so you mentioned there that you were doing um a PhD um can you talk a little bit more about your background kind of where you come from and then what made you think oh my god I'm gonna start a laundry business yeah of course so um my background's probably slightly more of a segue than you'd expect so I'm an engineer by, by background, um, have done degrees in microbiology, astrophysics, synthetic biology, and, and spent some time working at NASA on life support systems and, and the use of microbes in space travel, which was pretty wicked, and, and I did enjoy it. But a lot of the work there was really focused on closing the loop on systems. You know, if you, yeah. if you live in space like an astronaut does, you can't nip to the, uh, to the corner shop or to the prep to grab your resources to survive. You have to be as efficient as possible. So a lot of that efficiency and our view to trying to drive Oxwash towards net zero or even a net negative impact in, on the planet is directly born out of that fascination with, with space. And it's uh, a hell of a link, but one that I, I really enjoy applying to an industry that really gets ignored. You know, not many people want to be in the laundry space. Lots of uh, founders and entrepreneurs like to be in sexy things like fintech or quantum computing or the next <laughs> and best greatest uh, insect food replacement bar. But actually, laundry is something that is 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 hidden, has an enormous impact, and we're really, really excited to be disrupting. 
Yeah. You mentioned earlier that everybody is doing laundry wrong, whether it's at home or at the dry cleaners. Can you go a bit more into that? Like, um, I mean, I don't really use the dry cleaners unless it's something um, that needs dry cleaning. Um, so for me to kind of think, oh, maybe I would use this service, it's quite expensive and it's like an extra step. Because to me, in my brain, I'm like, okay, well, if I can just wash my clothes in the sink, is that more sustainable? What do you think? How do you make Oxwash as sustainable as it is? And then what can we do at home to be more sustainable, especially if we don't live um, in London or Oxford, so we can't use Oxwash? No, of course. Yeah. So this this comes down to uh, two different things. The, the first th- point I would make is that I think a lot of people do try to do laundry well and use different detergents and conditioners and formulations of products that are viewed on the outside to be very sustainable. You know, brands such as Ecova, mm-hmm. Small, um, and there are many. Phil, Phil as well, a new one, which we really like. Um, and these products are a good step in the right direction. Many of them have got much better formulations in terms of the chemicals that are used. But mm-hmm. people typically wash clothes too much um, to try and get stains out of clothes, you know, to try and get whites looking whiter if they're a bit gray or yellow mm-hmm. um, if you've got colors you want them to look more vibrant but that ends up causing enormous amounts of wastage in the process as i've mentioned but predominantly it wears your clothes out faster and mm-hmm. something that we've done a large amount of research over the past six months to a year with partners at a very large scale is actually that there's a vast amount of clothing 350,000 tons or more a year of clothes that are perfectly fine, that maybe are just a little bit old, or there's a stain that somebody can't get out in a prominent place, and it's thrown in the bin, and it goes straight to landfill. And we've made it our mission this year to really tackle that that problem by saying, let's just wash properly, wash more, you know, Mm -hmm. trust it to to us to get right first time, and that item is gonna lead lead a much longer life. You know, it's not gonna end up in in the bin. And we'll do it in a way that is far more sustainable than you can do at home. You know, we use technology that you you can't put into the kitchen sink, unfortunately, um, as it is. Things like water reclamation or dynamic weighing. So we only use the minimum amount of water we absolutely have to. Um, Or if if we, we have excess water, we reclaim it from some of our systems in our lagoon in in Oxford specifically. And those are the kind of approaches that we're taking at a big scale to make our process approximately half, if not 60% more efficient than you can do at home or or any other laundrette or dry cleaners. Um, The problem with dry cleaning stems from the solvents that are used in that Mm -hmm. process. So uh, dry cleaning as a verb is something that everyone has got used to seeing on the label of clothes that says professional dry clean only. And what many people don't realize is that the washing process that you you send dry cleaning items to uses toxic and carcinogenic solvents such as perchlora or tetrachloroethylene. Mm -hmm. And in many parts of the world, this has been completely banned. So France and California, for example, um, you're not allowed to use it anymore. But the UK is vastly behind the the times when it comes to dry cleaning. And 98% of, um, of dry cleaners in Europe still use um, perchloroethylene-based methods. So got a long way to go. And Oxwash doesn't. We, we've, yeah. we've made it very, very clear that with our mission that we'd like to use an, a new process called wet cleaning, which sounds bizarrely similar, but also like, what? That sounds <laughs> a little bit different. And the main difference is that we don't use any toxic solvents, as I've mentioned, like perk and, 
and Turk, but we would use and we do use water, the universal solvent instead, just like a laundry process. The, mm -hmm. the main difference comes from the, the process in the machine. So it's much more like taking a gentle bath and a shower for your garments at the same time in our machine than you know, being put in a jacuzzi with the bubbles on, which is what a dry cleaning uh, process is, is like with a vast amount of mechanical action and, and, and heat added to the process. So it's a much more sustainable process in terms of the energy consumption, the toxic chemistry, the temperature and the water that's used. So it's, it's really exciting. And every item that we wash either is washed using our laundry process or the much more sustainable than dry cleaning, wet cleaning process, which is super cool. Yeah. And it's funny because if I have like a, an item of clothing with a stain, gen generally, if I leave it in water, it actually comes out. Like I don't need to put any extra products on it or anything. Um, but we're constantly sold, sold like stain removers and stuff like that. But I was quite surprised when I just put it in water and it was clean, <laughs> which is ironic because mm. I guess that's the, what we use water for all the time. But yeah. Um, so you mentioned that um, it reduces energy consumption, water consumption. Where do microplastics fit into all of this? Yeah, this is a really big problem um, that has really only come to light in the last year or so. And there's been some great work been done trying to categorize and understand where these fibers come from and how many of them are there in our oceans around the world. And frighteningly, um, most recently, we've, we've, we've found from academic studies that a third of all ocean plastic is in the form of these microscopic fibres of plastic of clothes. Typically, it's polyester, uh, which we all recognise the name of, but there are other synthetic plastic fibres like nylon, latex, polyamides. They're, they're honestly ten a penny. And the problem stems when you wash these your, your clothes at home that contain these these fibers or you know if you're staying in a hotel or using towels in a gym made of the fibers this goes down the drain and a vast amount of those fibers do not get filtered in wastewater treatment plants and things like that and end up going out into the world's oceans where they are very very difficult to degrade and last for you know thousands of years in, in water and the problem is being tackled across the world from a couple of different angles. One is obviously to try and transition um, fa fabric design and the fibers that we use and the materials that we use in clothes to more sustainable and biodegradable um, fabrics, such as organic cotton, of course, which is the, the original. Um, but also we're tackling this from the other end, which is trying to filter these fibers out from our wash cycles and we're partnering with several different companies to test you know different types of filtration whether it's using a mechanical filter or centrifuge or maybe even uh, electrostatic attraction to you know almost like a magnet suck out the microfibers from within the effluent of our laundry um, processes and it's something that we're really passionate about getting right and hopefully this year we'll be able to start really cracking down on it across all of our lagoons uh, where some have filters that we have in our water reclamation systems. Unfortunately, due to COVID, we, we can't use those in some, some areas. So I think this year we'll see a massive step forward when it comes to filtration of these microfibers, not only in our process, but also across the world where OEMs, so the manufacturers of you know, Bosch or Miele or Electrolux mm -hmm. washing machines, have got to put filters in them 
in the same way that you have filters in your tumble dryer for lint. Yeah, that would be an amazing step forward. And I know that there are quite a lot of innovative products like guppy friend bags and coral balls, but I am a little bit um, sceptical of the effectiveness of those. So I think, you know, actually a filter, that would be um, a really good step forward. So how could we at home, um, like I said earlier, if we we can't use Oxwash, how could we at home make our laundry more sustainable Um, I don't know if you have like maybe three tips or something or any product recommendations or even just washing it on cold or in the sink or whatever you think is the most sustainable way to do laundry. Absolutely. So I guess the first thing to say is that hopefully in the next couple of months, anybody in the UK will be able to use our service when when we roll out Mm -hmm. nationally, which is very, very exciting. But for the moment, if you're stuck at home and you have some, some items that need a little bit of love, I think the The key thing is to try and use as minimal amount of mechanical uh, force on the item as possible. You've kind of touched on it already with with your point that, you know, by letting water and chemistry do the work, yes, it takes a little bit longer, um, but it's absolutely fine to leave items to soak overnight, you know, in a bucket or in a um, some kind of receptacle just to get the stains and the chemistry, the time and allow them to act on the stains and the fibers and penetrate into the garments that you have. I mean, a lot of people, you know, rush with laundry. It's like, right, I want it done. I want it done in half the time. And usually when you turn on your machine and cut down the time, the machine will change the process to be much higher in terms of temperature and mechanical action. So the drum will spin faster. It'll move and change directions more. And all that stress on your garments will, one, increase the number of fibers that are being released and then going down the drain into uh, the oceans eventually but also it wears your item out so you'll actually only get a couple more washes out of it before there's nothing left Mm -hmm. Um, so it's much much more important to allow the chemistry to do the work and in terms of recommendations there are some brilliant new lines of of chemistry out there that we really like the look of I mean there are the new brands such as Phil um, and obviously the, the ones that we kind of know and love that people have used for generations like Purcell. But I mean, there are also brands that we, we've we actually been doing a lot of work with and analysing, such as Vanish, which is mm-hmm. something everyone recognises. You know, it's the stain remover that, you know, your mum or dad used to use on your sports kit when you were a kid or, you know, you now use with all sorts of things in, in the home and on your upholstery as well. And actually, the chemistry in the formulations of those products are incredibly good and often are, you know, getting better by the year. And so Vanish, for example, the stain remover, we um, often use in our process as the soak. So we allow that hydrogen peroxide, which is basically just water and oxygen to do the heavy lifting when you're taking off stains. And you can do that, as you've said, in your sink at home with cold water. And just leave it overnight and let that overnight period of soaking do the do the hard work. And when it comes to the laundry process, just put it on a rinse. Doesn't even need any of the detergents and conditioners. It's all all kind of been taken care of by the time uh, that the the chemistry needed to act on the clothes or garments or anything that you have. So it's it's be patient. I think nobody's in a rush to go anywhere at the moment with lockdown. So I think everyone doesn't have an excuse to say they need it right now. You can probably let it soak overnight. Great tips. 
Um, so for me, a big part of sustainability is collaboration and community. So I just wanted to ask, how are you collaborating with other sustainable businesses? Um, where do you want Oxwash to go? And how do you see kind of like, like you said, it's going to be rolled out nationwide. When's that going to be, if you can tell us? And um, anything else, like what's the future for Oxwash? Absolutely. So the the future that we think is is a massive transition where we stop buying clothes new and then filling our wardrobes mm-hmm. with items that we use only once or twice. And the listeners would have heard of this this transition and this trend from Victoria of, of the Her Collective. And we're also seeing a massive uptick in the number of people buying secondhand from platforms such as Depop or even old school nowadays, eBay mm-hmm. as well. Lots of brands are starting to sell secondhand items like Patagonia in in the US are selling equal amounts of secondhand items of theirs in their stores as they are brand new ones. And what we're trying to do is really become the de facto platform that allows this to happen at scale. So you can imagine as people are renting and buying secondhand more, there is a vast demand for those items to be cleaned and to come to, if I'm buying a secondhand jacket, for example, to come to me looking like new you know, I think that and we, we've categorized the biggest barrier to people buying secondhand is that they're not convinced that the quality of the item is going to be good. So the, the dream of Oxwash in the next six months is the rollout of our national service where anybody in the UK, whether they have a secondhand garment or they're buying a secondhand item, can book in to have that item you know, shipped to us or picked up from them, washed and then you know, sent or delivered back to you at home. And that then immediately means that we can start to reduce this vast, vast, vast amount of clothing waste and really circularize not only fashion in that space, but also um, the circular economy around laundry itself and the, the, the processes that we do to get things clean. You really want to make a huge paradigm shift at scale in the UK. I mean, the end goal of, the, of this kind of process is the, uh, the, the invisibility of it in the same way that you put your rubbish in a rubbish bin and it sits outside and magically, you know, at the end of the day, it's gone and hopefully recycled. Um, we really want the same thing for, for Oxwash in the future, where you have a laundry basket in the corner of the room, put your items in it, but that laundry basket's hooked up to the Wi-Fi and it sends a ping to us that, hey, my laundry basket's full, come collect it. We whiz round, collect it, and it happens just like magic. And mm-hmm. the long-term goal of Oxwash really is to be that bigger uh, bigger platform that can become just part of day-to-day life yeah well it's a, a big goal but I hope it I hope it works out because that does sound really convenient although I might miss the the enjoyment I get from doing my own laundry <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I realized I didn't touch on the um, sustainable partners that we've been working mm-hmm. on um, which I could quickly touch on if you'd like me to yeah of course go ahead so I think you're absolutely right that this is not something that a business can achieve in isolation. You know, we really do need an ecosystem of partners that believe in this mission. And there are many. I've mentioned her, but there are others. We're working with Thrift Plus, which is a phenomenal donation kind of charity shop platform that's digital. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have really understood in the last you know, six to 12 months, I have a lot of stuff I don't need. But actually, I think it's great and other people might want. and. Joe and his team at Thrift Plus have seen enormous growth in the last 12 months. And I do not see that slowing, you know, as we come out of the pandemic. And at the moment, we have a partnership running that will be expanding where people can 
check out to get their items washed with Oxwash. And at the same time, we'll collect the items that they don't want anymore mm -hmm. um, and they'll get donated through Thrift Plus. And soon also they'll get washed in that process too. So they go to their new owner looking like new, which is really exciting. And I think the long-term view of our kind of collaborations with our partners is to really take that heavy lifting off their hands, you know, allow us to deal with all of the moving parts and the operations. So these partners can grow their brands, grow their mission and make real change in consumers' lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. I just wondered if you could um, quickly run us through the process of me going to the Oxwash website and deciding that I maybe have a duvet that I need to wash. Um, and then what happens after that until the duvet is returned to me? Yeah, of course. A, a little lift of the lid, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. if you went on um, our website or on either of our apps or even called up, you know, our your local lagoon, um, you'd get one of our team members. So the order's placed. You could select your collection and delivery slots based on your address. Um, and that's an, an hour either in, in window either way. And we then arrive for collection on a electric cargo bike. So we don't use internal combustion vehicles of any kind, A, because they're super toxic and the emissions mm -hmm. are terrible. But also in, in the cities where we operate, congestion is a huge problem. And using traditional road vehicles, whether it's a van or a car or anything like that, um, has big problems when it comes to adding to congestion and delays. And, you know, if we're saying to customers, we'll be with you in an hour's slot, We'll, we'll be there, you know, nine times, 10 times out of 10. Um, the items then get taken back to our local lagoon. So for customers, that will only ever be a maximum of a few miles away. And that's where the magic happens. So this is where items get checked in, checked for any um, significant stains. If there are big ones or repairs that need to be done, um, they're obviously communicated with, with you, the customer, the consumer, um, and then go through hand spotting where we remove the stain with minimal amounts of, of chemistry and just using compressed air and cold water and a vacuum super clever so you actually push stains out of fabrics rather than trying to dissolve them out which mm -hmm. is a really cool technique and much much more sustainable than, than throwing chlorine bleach and awful things at it mm -hmm. um, and then it goes through the washing process and kind of touched a little bit on the the washing process itself which is a minimal amount of water chemistry that is completely automatically dosed. So if you're only sending in, you know, let's say half a load of laundry, we'll only use half the amount of chemistry that's required. And if it's only slightly stained, there's even less chemistry again. So that's dynamically um, kind of ratcheted based on the items that come in. They then go through tumble drying process at very low heat. And that again is dynamic so that as your clothes dry, the heat at which the air is, is, is circulating on the inside of the machine comes down as well, so that as the humidity and the water content of your fibres comes down, so does the heat. And most tumble dryers out in the market don't have this. You know, you turn it on, it's on a certain temperature until it says, yep, I've reached the end of my cycle. But then you're bombarding, you know, dry clothes at the end of the cycle with hot air, which is where you get enormous amounts of shrinkage. So we, we don't do that. It's more dynamic. And then the items get um, checked, checked out, they get folded or hung or however you'd like them back and then come back by electric cargo bike uh, to your door. And the whole process is trackable on our system. You can see the riders coming to your door delivering. It's um, much more like a, an Uber coupled with a Cardo type model. Yeah, it sounds great. I hope I can try it out. 
So thanks so much for chatting with me today. It's been really interesting for me and I'm sure for the listeners as well. So could you just quickly tell us where we can find you, where we can find Oxwash? Of course, yeah. So if anybody's interested in this, uh, please go to oxwash.com. And hopefully by the time you're listening to this, there'll be some great new announcements on some big partnerships that we uh, we have in the works. And that's where you can get access to our booking platform and find out more about the technology and the team. So thanks, Kyle, so much for chatting with me. I've learned so much. I hope that the audience have as well. And I hope that everyone checks out Oxwash, whether you can use it now or maybe in six months six months time so again thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me um, and I hope you had fun chatting about laundry always thank you so much for having me and uh, hopefully we can touch base again in the future of course thanks for listening to this episode of the ethical conversations podcast make sure to check out oxwash at oxwash.com while you're at it why not follow the podcast on instagram at ethical conversations podcast If you have a spare two minutes, please do give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, share the episode to your Instagram stories, and let me know your thoughts. I've been your host at JessWig underscore, and I hope you'll tune in next week for some more ethical conversations. Bye for now.